The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. It's Monday, February 12th, the day after a 25-22 Chiefs overtime win in the Super Bowl. We heard from head coach Andy Reid and quarterback Patrick Mahomes. All right, it's an honor to stand before you. Um, I bring the, the team with me. Uh, we we, uh, we appreciate all the support from Las Vegas. This is a new experience for them, and uh, they, the hospitality was absolutely phenomenal. Um, the Raider organization for allowing us to practice in their facility uh, and being one of our rivals, but they did that with class. Their equipment guys and, and field crew uh, were just absolutely first class. And then... Um, for our organization and all the great work that they did at the beginning to set everything up for us uh, was unbelievable. The, the hotel that we stayed at, the, the people there were, were great. So uh, all in all, a good trip. Uh, all of those things uh, were positive, whether we won or lost. And then, <coughs> excuse me, uh, but uh, we were able to pull one out. That game could have gone Either way, I, I think we all know that. Um, Kyle and the 49ers, uh, John, all those guys are class act, and, they, um, and they've done a heck of a job there. So uh, we felt like it was the two best teams of football playing each other, strong in our own rights in certain spots, and it was a good clash um, and presented the world really a, a heck of a football game. And they got an extra quarter of it, which is even a more beautiful thing. So with that, if you have questions. Hey, good morning, Andy. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank uh, a couple you. of things for you. First off, um, I think I understood you to say after the game last night, you're coming back for another season. Is that right? Yep. Yep. All right. Um, to hang with you. We are. 
Good reason, then. That's it. Why not um, ride off into the sunset at this point for you? You know, Adam, I, I honestly haven't even thought about it, but I get asked it. I mean, I'm still kind of in awe of the, the game and, and what went on there. So um, I really haven't thought why or what or anything else, but people keep asking me. And I, I keep saying, why did Belichick and Pete retire? You know, those guys, they ask those old guys the question. But I'm, I'm the old guy now, <clears throat> so I guess I'm going to be asked that. I really haven't gone there. I haven't really thought about it. Now, what is your, what is the your team's place in history? That this yeah. one mean to you? Yeah. Well, listen, it's history. Um, how you write it is will be how you write it, and whether it's a dynasty, we, we don't we don't determine if it's a dynasty. You guys do. So, um, but I would tell you that it's as fine a group as I've been around. And I've been around, I've been very fortunate to have been around some great organizations and good teams. Um, and this, this group here and organization are tremendous. And if somebody said dynasty and tagged it onto it, I'd, I'd be very proud of that. Andy, uh, first time for the new overtime rules in, in a postseason game. Can you share with us what you would have done if you had won the toss? Yeah, so it, that, that can go either way. Um, so we would have um, kicked the ball off. The officials actually are on top of it right away. They're on it. Uh, there were still a couple seconds on the clock, and the, we have the extra officials on the sideline, and they were asking me what we would do, and I said uh, we would kick off. Major Patrick was on board with it. He, he was the one who had to go out and, and do that uh, with the officials. So... Um, and then Dave Tobe ma ma making sure that he was there. But that we had already gone through all of that. Uh, the advantage of having Mike Frazier is he, um, like I'm sure their guy do did, uh, does all these studies, and uh, we had it all mapped out. We were able to cover it with the, you know, with the with the guys, and so every, everybody knew. Now when it happened, uh, with that amount of time on the clock, I think we were all like, whoa, <laughs> you know. So I, I know. I know what McCole said there. Um, we just had this hard-fought fight, and all of a sudden, it's a walk-off. You know, it's that's it's a weird feeling that way. Andy, Andy, yes, uh, for the good morning, uh, for the third consecutive Chiefs Super Bowl, you guys overcame a ten-point deficit. Uh, how does that compound and help build the belief? Yes, Sam. It's that, like that last climb to the observatory, Sam. Uh, you know, the last 100 yards, man. The guys never never doubt. They see it. They know what they have to do, and they never doubt themselves. It helps that this guy over here uh, is on our team, and, and he sets such a positive attitude for everybody. And between Patrick, Kelsey, uh, Chris Jones, I, I mean, I could name a bunch of them. They, uh, there's, never any, <clears throat> there's never any finger pointing. There's never any doubt. And we went at halftime down by seven, and the guys go, we're right there, you know. Uh, and, uh, and we just need to take care of business. We, we shot ourselves in the foot a little bit in the first half offensively, and, but the defense kept us going. That's kind of how the, the, the season was. It was a little bit of a microcosm of the season and how it's, how it's gone. But the guys, uh, they hung together, and special teams had a couple nice plays, big plays. And... Um, and then the offense got got moving, and the defense kept pounding them. It worked out okay. All right, we're going to go three more. We'll start right here. 
Andy, Jason Leisure with the Chicago Sun-Times. Uh, you, you mentioned Patrick Mahomes, the advantage of having him. How much margin does he give you in the sense that you don't need everything to be perfect for you guys to have a chance? Yeah, well, I tell everybody it's all perfect, exactly how we called it. <laughs> um, he, 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 makes it, uh, he makes it look easy, I, I would tell you that. Um, and this is a, a fluid game with the best athletes in this sport in the world. And you narrowed it down to the top two <clears throat> teams in the, in the world. Um, and he's out there playing like he's playing in the backyard, like it's nothing. And the fourth down play was a naked uh, throw. <clears throat> and he said, um, I want that play. And if it's not there for the throw, I'm running it. And so uh, from a head coaching standpoint, a guy that works with offensive guys, um, uh, all you can ask for. Yeah, Andy, I'm going to follow up on Blair's question. Um, could you, um, I, I guess, share a little bit of the analysis that led you to the choice of the fact that you were kicked off? And now that you've seen the overtime play out, the new rules that, you know, change your thinking at all and, and you know, if it comes up again? No, no. Uh, so there are a couple things in there that we, uh, we do. I, you know, I mentioned Mike Frazier, our analytics um, chief there, he he does all the work on it. And so, like I said, it can go either way, but the one thing it does, it gives you an opportunity to see what you've got to do. And uh, they came down and scored three points. You know, you've either got to score three or you get got to get a touchdown. The one thing that people didn't realize is that clock keeps going. So we were down low there. Uh, but you're fixing to start a new quarter. So the game wasn't over in a tie. That's, that wasn't happening, not in the playoffs. And, and so we would, we would keep playing. And um, that's a, um, it's a unique rule that doesn't get used very often. Uh, but I think it was great for the National Football League. It was great for the viewers of the National Football League. Uh, I mean, they got an extra quarter of football. And, and people love this thing. It's a, it's a great sport, and people love watching, so, uh, especially with the competition level so high. Last question right here. Congratulations, Andy. Thank you. You've done something that a number of teams have done before, winning two in a row. The Packers did it early on, the, the Patriots most recently. You're being called a dynasty. What does it mean to you to maybe try to do something no team has ever done and win three in a row? Yeah, that would be that would be something. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just asked that to our to, to this guy right here, <laughs> Ted. Um, I said, has anybody won it three times? And uh, he goes, no. I said, all right. I mean, yeah. um, you know, we'll see. I, I mean, we've got we've got great competition in our in the AFC West. Um, we just had some hirings, coaching hirings, and these guys are good football coaches. We're good. Quarterbacks, good teams, and so it's not going to just be easy. That's not how this thing rolls. Uh, we'll have changeover on our team, which every team has, so you don't know what's there. There's a there's a whole lot of unexpected, and you know we'll just you, you got to keep battling through it. Have a good off season, and then uh, you know good training camp, and and then that ball's shaped kind of funny, so it's got to bounce for you in the right direction. Yeah. <clears throat>
Yeah. Um, I don't think a lot about that, but that would, uh, I think that would be pretty neat, you know, neat thing to do. But you don't really go there when you're in this thing. You, you go uh, back to your dark room and the film and uh, the draft coming up and the combine, all those things. That's kind of where you go. Um, and you're not talking three-peat. You're, um, well, I mean, some guys do, but, I, you know, it'd be great. Patrick, when you and some of the other guys, Travis, Chris, showed up yesterday, you were all wearing black. Was that a acknowledgement of kind of accepting the villain role, and was that something that you individually decided or collectively decided? Uh, I wish we would have decided that together. Um, I think it just kind of happened that way. Um, we um, we're in Vegas, you know. You got to get you have to own your best attire, um, and uh, having those blacks. And I wish I'd have been up there with Trav because Trav, I feel like, took took it all all the way over the top. But uh, it, it was cool to see that we kind of had that unity uh, coming in. Hey Patrick, uh, congratulations on last night. Um, what you talked a little bit about after the game about um, getting ready for next year and trying to do it again. What, what would three straight mean to you? And I'll, I'll have another question, Ted. Yeah, no, it's um, it's legendary. I mean, just um, to be able to, no one's ever done it, and uh, we knew it's legendary to win back to back. I think eight other teams have done it. Um, we had heard it all week. We had talked to the guys about it, and we felt like we had the, the best opportunity that we had ever had to, to go out there and do that, and I fell short the year before. And so, I mean, all you can do is come back next year with a fresh mindset, knowing it's going to be even harder. Um, and uh, we got to continue to play our best football. Uh, we'll celebrate these next few weeks, and then we'll get right back at it. What does your team's place in history mean to you? Yeah, it means a ton. Um, not only for me, but I think just I know how hard these guys work. I know how hard these guys get after it. Um, I know how hard the coaches work. I believe we're the hardest working team in the NFL. Um, and for us, so that all that hard work to pay off, that's something that we always preach is we believe we work for those moments, for those end-of-game moments, and, and we prepare ourselves for those. And um, to be able to, um, to have our stamp on this in, great NFL history um, is something that I'll, I'll never take uh, for granted, and hopefully we can continue to, to let that thing go. Morning, Patrick. Congratulations. Thank you. On a big win. So your playing style is often described as innovative and unpredictable. So if you had to compare it to an approach, a non-football activity, what would that be and why? Um, man, that's a great question. Um, I, I would say something like a like a top-tier lawyer. I think that'd be that'd be the third first thing that comes to my head. Someone that has to think on his feet, um, execute at the right time. Um, and deal with high-pressure situations. Good morning. Congratulations to you on another amazing performance during the Super Bowl. The question for you is take us to that halftime. You guys walk into the locker room, you're down 10-3. What's the overall message that you had to the team as, as well as Coach Reed uh, during, that, during that moment? Yeah, I think, it was, I think it was really cool. I mean, honestly, it was just be us. Um, nothing more, nothing less. Um, offensively, we knew we weren't playing our best football, but we felt like we weren't executing at a high level. Obviously, the 49ers have a great defense, and you don't execute, they're going to make stops. And um, We felt like everybody was playing hard. We just got to pick up our execu execution and continue to get better. And um, defense had kept us in the game. And so for us, we just said, be us. Let's be us out there. If we're going to go down, let's have fun. Let's enjoy it um, and give everything we have, and we'll, we'll live with the results after. Patrick Center Isle. How have you embraced the second phase of your career where you're off the rookie contract and it's going to be harder to 
get the pieces in place around you, and, and you're not the upstart anymore. Now everybody's coming, been coming for you. Um, I, honestly, I think it, it's a, a tribute to the, the Coach Reed and Brett Veach and, and continue to bring great players in. I mean, if you look at our defense and how young they are, they, they, they're drafting great. They're finding these guys that they can bring in to play and, and develop, and our coaching staff is developing players. I mean, I always think to our DBs, I mean, we got like five or six guys that are in year one, year two, and then you have Snead. I mean, guys that continue to get better and better. Um, and all you can do is just go to work every single day and, and try to bring guys along. I thought Rasheed Rice did a great job this year, just continue to get better and better. And that's what great football teams need is um, guys that just keep, keep coming into the culture that we have built here and, and, and continue to get better every single week. And um, I'll try to keep as much flexibility as I possibly can as far as the cap and stuff like that. But um, uh, it's a credit to all the guy, people I have around me. Hey, Patrick, congratulations. What uh, tangible lessons do you think you might have learned from this season, what was a, a challenging season, a challenging postseason as you go into next year and try to do something that, that nobody's ever done and win that third in a row? Um, I mean, I think always the challenge whenever you win, um, and what I've learned is how can you get better? How can you continue to get better? That's what it takes. In this league, everybody gets better every single year. Um, and so whenever you win a championship, you, you celebrate, and you're like, let's just go do it again. And I think that was something that I learned from the, the first one that we lost when we tried to get the back-to-back -back is – um, everybody was like, we're just going to run it back and do it again. This is what we're going to do. And um, I feel like we fell short that way. And so now it's, let's get better. Let's, let's find a way, whatever that small thing is, to get better at uh, every single person individually um, and then as a team. Um, and let's just come, come with our best football and our best effort. And um, hopefully that, that's coming back and we're able to be, I think it's in New Orleans and, and on this podium again. Patrick, congratulations. Two quick questions. We saw you hit the ground last night after the game, after that touchdown happened. You just were on the ground with your, head, with your hands on your head. What were the emotions you were feeling in that moment? Was it just relief? What were you feeling? And last night on the podium, you said Kansas City should never be an underdog. Chiefs should never be an underdog. Right now, already, day after the Super Bowl, they are not the favorites for next year. <laughs> what are you telling people to bet on for the Chiefs for next year? Um, well, uh, that first part, I think it was just all the emotions. I mean, um, to win a football game like that and obviously to win the Super Bowl like that, it's something you dream of as a little kid. Um, and so I, celebrate, I was celebrating with my team. And I started running. And I didn't know where I was going. Uh, and finally just fell down. Uh, hopefully someone found my helmet. Um, but it, it, was, uh, it was a lot of emotions and just um, gratitude, man. So thankful just to be able to be in that moment and enjoy that with my teammates. And then as far as the underdog thing, man, I mean, it just gives you a little added motivation going into the offseason. So, uh, um, like I said, I never, I never feel like we're underdogs. I believe we can win any game that we play in. Um, but we have to continue to prove that every single year. Patrick, Dave Stevens with the Disability Channel. Uh, most valuable bungler and um, MVP in one year. It's got to be great. But uh, you guys had some burps during the season, and I'm wondering if that's when you really had to become a leader in this team and what you did during those ups and downs to bring this team back together to have the success last night. Yeah, I, mean, I, I want to take the credit, but honestly, it was it was everybody. Um, it was – I was – I knew it was going to turn around by the way the guys worked. I mean, whenever stuff got tough, especially in that, like, receiving room and and offensive line or, or, or with me, everybody came to work that next day and, we're, let's get that extra work in. Let's do those extra things. Um, and, and when you see that, you know it's going to turn around. And our defense kept us in it all year long. And I knew our offense was going to turn because of how hard guys were working every single day. And um, when, you, when you work that hard, usually good things happen. And so it just ha happened to happen right at the perfect time. And we got that momentum going into the playoffs and obviously got to win the Super Bowl. Last question. Mike Brodsky, Florida National News. Patrick, 
there, were, there were a lot of uh, Hall of Famers, MVPs, football royalty coming through Vegas this past week. Were there any words of wisdom that any of them shared that stand out in your mind as being most memorable or helpful? Yeah, I think um, I always take so much from when Mike Vick talks to us. When, I mean, he, I, I, I built a great relationship with, with him whenever he came in. It was a, kind of that assistant spot in training camp and in the QB room every single day. And I remember the first thing he told me was, hey, you're going to be special. But look at that big man right there. He, he's going to take you to another level. And I remember coming from him and someone that I'd watched my entire life. I was like, man, I mean, if he's saying it, I know, I know he's saying the right things. And so I took that and ran with it. And um, going into this week, I think he said, be champions, man. He said, go out there, show everybody who you, who y'all are. Um, and um, I always take so much from what he says, man. And he's like the coolest dude in the world, man. So it's, it's always great when he's able to talk to the team. All right, thank you. Yeah, thank you.